Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Big Travel in Little China. I'm joined by my lovely co-host Brittany Beschel. What's up? Surprised you could even keep track of how many of these there's been so far? Because I can't. In my notes, I, I write everything like sequentially, and I have the number episode next to uh, <laughs> next to each set of notes. So that's how I remember every time <laughs>、uh, because I have to check every time. Oh、uh, man. <laughs> It feels like we've done a million of these, and yet nine still sounds like a lot.、Um, <laughs> okay, so there was music.、Uh, I was relatively busy in music the past few weeks,、um, but how many things grabbed me?、Uh, some things, some things disappointed me quite a bit. But uh, uh, I don't know how you how you feeling about music right now, Brittany. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a stagnant time for me. Like there was that pretty big period, I guess, like April and May, where a lot of stuff that I was really excited about came out, or maybe like March to May, something like that.、Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like a dry summer. There's been a couple things I liked, a couple things that just didn't impress me. Kind of like you said, just a little meh on some stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm hoping for some announcements of like. Fall releases from some of my faves. Like I know a lot of people are recording right now. There's some singles sneaking out here and there, but、uh, I don't know. See, for me, if good music isn't going to be released soon, it means that no good tours are going to happen this fall either, which is not okay. <laughs> and you,、uh, <laughs> if, if people don't know, Brittany loves going to concerts. Yes,、uh, I've, I've been to like three or four. Yes, this week.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's.、Uh, it's It's her vice, and you know we we support it, even though it's it's an addiction.、Uh, so I guess we can just start out with、uh, some homework, just ease ourselves into this. Yeah,、uh, sure. I will I will take the lead on this one.、Uh, last week, Britt, or last week,、uh, last episode,、uh, Brittany assigned me、uh, "White Noise" by Paris, who I still occasionally in my mind call Purvis because that's what I. <laughs> And、uh, I have to correct myself in my head. Like, no, But you know what? What's crazy、yeah. about that though is you're not the only person who says that, or they'll say like Pavaris or something <laughs> like really stupid. But it's like even if that was an actual V there, it would be like Pavaris. Yeah, like, yeah, it would be Pavaris. But for some reason, Pavaris sounds like more of a word to me, I guess, <laughs> than Pavaris.、Uh, Pavaris is is a water Pokemon of some kind, probably. Um, so I listened to White Noise, which is their first album, their debut album. Yes. Right. Okay.、Uh, Brittany had me listen to、uh, the long titled one, Heaven and Hell one. <laughs> that I <laughs>、uh, I can't remember how it, the full name of it. I, I actually, never remember either, and I should know, but I it's it doesn't matter. It's obnoxiously long. Well, we can move on. <laughs> yeah,、uh, that was I think my first homework. If I remember right,、uh, I think so. Yeah, and I en- I enjoyed it. I was,、uh, but I can't say the same for this one. Oh, okay. And,、uh, and it's not that I think it's bad. I but it might be just bad that I think it's pretty unremarkable.、Um, as I listened to the ten tracks on it, there is a deluxe edition which is fourteen tracks on Spotify, but I did not listen to that one.、Um, I just nothing. Stood out to me at all, honestly. None of the songs. I can't. I, I as I go through this track list, I can't.、Um, I think Holy had a had a nice little opening, and then the rest of it was just eh. 
but yeah, it kind of all just blended together for me, if I'm being honest. And uh, I went back to the their second their second album uh, with the long title. And uh, one second, all we know of heaven, all we need of hell, uh, <laughs> to see how I felt about it now. And I still, th- I definitely think it's a better album than this, the first album. I will say that uh, for going back and listening to both of them back to back. Right. Well, I the think- weird thing is, like, something I've noticed. I feel like most people, if they hear the second album first, that's the one that they tend to like more. And if people have been around and listening to Paris since their first album came out, they like the first album more. But I'm kind of like the outlier there. I think the second album is better and i i literally had somebody tell me before that that's sacrilegious like what the fuck ever but i i honestly do think it's like the second album so much better because of the variety in the production you know exactly uh because i felt as i listened to the first album that it sounded like a million other albums of that sound of that, that genre that i've heard before and i think the second album while also a little a little generic in some parts, has some variety to it, and it's, they seem to have established more of a unique sound than just a um, stereotypical female rock band sound or female singer rock band sound. Uh, so yeah, uh, it. I can't even give you any songs. I didn't hate any songs. I didn't. Lo- I didn't like any songs. It was just um, forty minutes of my life. Of, well. 80 minutes of my life listen to it twice um, <laughs> and uh yeah uh so yeah i i would if i were if someone asked me hey john if have you heard have you heard paris i'm like yes i have and they're like who would you which album would you recommend the second one is what i would say Brittany. <laughs> because you one. would not yes, be able to yes, recall the name yes, of the yes, album <laughs> yes i would say the second one but then you uh, would just end up sounding like one of those people who's just lying about knowing a band yeah. to sound cool like yeah the <laughs> second one i mean pretty safe saying the band has two albums well, so well then their follow-up would be well i mean yeah, it's the one with the really long, and I'd be like, yeah, it's the one with the really long name that no one was, no sane person can remember. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, uh, so I think, and I think at that point they'd be like, oh, he knows what's up. Yeah, <laughs> this, this guy's, exactly. This, this guy's actually listened to it. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have to say. I don't want to sit here and shit on it. I just, it's just, it was an album. I, it was an album I listened to. <laughs> well, that's kind of the way that I feel about what you had me listen to this time we have talked about it so many times now about my feelings about kanye west and you had me listen to late registration this time um sophomore album yes so i didn't hate it i didn't love it um i think maybe there were only one or two songs that i would actually go back and listen to again by choice because I feel like the songs that were um, singles from this album are probably some of the more annoying Kanye singles for me. Um, Gold Digger, is that one of the Yeah, and you know what? My reasons on some of these just don't make any sense either, but it's I'll just throw it out there. Gold oh. Digger in particular, uh, I it was a good song. It was a fun song, but then when it was covered years ago on Glee, it was absolutely ruined uh watching ultimate white boy matthew morrison rap and dance to this song was a scarring experience and now i just can't take it seriously anymore I mean, well this this song it's it's aged very poorly 
Uh, yeah, that's true. That's it's, true. It's a quintess. It's like quintessential karaoke music at this point. White people, white people karaoke music, music yes. which is ironic because there are words in the song you can't say if you're white. <laughs> it's uh, and it's they're used a lot. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it should just always be the censored radio version, but whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah, I do like Jamie Foxx on here, but uh, yeah, it's, it's one of my least favorite Kanye songs at this point. I generally skip it if I play, if I listen to his album. Yeah, I just feel like this album in general didn't really age super well. Like, Touch the Sky was a great song back then, even though I never hear anything aside from I'm Gonna Touch the Sky. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that might make me like the song more just for comedic value, but I don't know. Uh, but my, my absolute favorite on the album was definitely Addiction. Um, Addiction's got a fantastic beat. Yeah, it's it's super good. I mean, a lot of the other songs, like... Drive Slow, My Way Home, Bring Me Down, just We Major. A lot of that stuff just was very forgettable for me. Um, Hey Mama had like those really repetitive la-la-las that got annoying super quick. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing I can say for sure is Kanye knows how to pick his singles out. Um, because the thing is, this album is how old at this point? It came out in uh, 2013. Uh, 2005, so it's 13 years. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, people are still listening to some of these songs now. So I think that that just goes and tells yeah, you. This is, like I said, I think on last episode, this is his. Uh, some A lot of older hip hop hip hop fans, older Kanye fans, prefer uh, like this album the most out of his discography. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the middle for me. There are parts I love about this album, and then there are parts that I don't. I wouldn't say I dislike any songs on here, but some of some songs that people just love, like Kanye fans just love. I just like We Major is actually some fans love We Major, and while I think the production on We Major is incredible and like vast and expensive as fuck, um, <laughs> it, it's it's like seven minutes long and. At the five minute mark, it almost ends, and then Kanye comes in and is like, No, we ain't stopping yet, or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> it's like, We come back, and then there's two more minutes of the song. And of course, it always makes me laugh. It's the, one of the most Kanye fucking things to do. Uh, but yeah, like, so as a as a Kanye fan, that's one of my shames that I don't like Remajor. Um, <laughs> uh, it's so funny that you're saying that about that song, though, because there's this other band um, that I'm pretty sure is not a thing anymore called The Material. And uh, they had a song that came out years ago that I think is like six or seven minutes long. But there literally is this point where, you know, everything kind of just like starts fading out and you're like, oh, the song's over. And then all of a sudden the singer's just like, one more time now. And it's like, <laughs> no, fucking yeah. end it. It's, it's too it, much. It's funny because, uh, yeah. And it's because it comes on after my favorite song of the album, which is Diamonds Remix um, mm. with Jay-Z, which is I, one of my favorite Kanye songs, period. It's, the, it's funny because it's also a Kanye move to put the remix on the album first, and then the actual version is the bonus track because he liked, <laughs> because the, he liked the remix better. Uh, but he still wanted to put the first one on there because he's Kanye. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, wake up with wake up mr west is one of the most iconic phrases that you will hear like other artists put in put in their music it's kind of it's kind of a thing that's uh lasted over time heard yeah, him say I just, I just don't like skits though so I mean, oh I yeah really i will say anything. this is the end of skits and county albums i'm almost positive maybe one or two here and there but uh uh and i think you've listened to the i think this is the second longest one 
um, album like lengthwise. So okay. I've only yeah. listened to two so far though, right? Yeah, I think Dropout's the longest album. Okay. Um, now uh, where where on the rankings did I put? Yeah, you put Dropout at number two. <laughs> okay, rankings. number two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. Um, well, for now, I'm going to put Late Registration at number four. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's honestly in my head when I was going over these in my head of which ones you would like, I figured this would be uh, middle-ish, middle bottom. And when I as so yeah, like, that's lo- that's lower lower middle. Yeah, because um, what there's seven maybe. I I eight. ask this every single time, and there are there are eight. No. Okay, I'll I'll ask you next episode again. Yes. Um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, the only other thing I can say is, um. It, Adam Levine as a feature on anything is just incredibly grating. Um, I, like I, her, I like heard him say. I'm not gonna lie. I like heard him say. Um, and the thing is, like, this is this is terrible for me to even admit. I do like a good bit of Maroon 5's music, especially songs about change. Like the first album. Like everybody. Well, I don't know yeah. about you, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Well, everybody can agree that that is still their best album. I guess is what I can say. I guess. I can um, that sure. But yeah, every single song that he's ever been like a feature on, like uh, Payphone, Jesus fucking Christ. I, I mean, I'm glad we've escaped the time where we have to listen to that on a regular basis. Um, was that their song that somebody else was featured on? It was bad though. It was. Did that? Yeah. I think I'd listen to it. That that Red Pill Blues. Yeah. With like yeah. literally the worst album cover that I've seen in years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if we talked about that on here or something. I, I think we I think we did, but um but yeah. I mean like I said, this album is gonna go at number four out of eight okay. for now. Things uh, will be rearranged over time as I listen to more of this. Yeah. Um people out there, my recommendations, I recommend Diamond's remix, Fantas is Timeless, Touch the Sky. Uh Lupe Fiasco has a really good feature on there. Um, and the tr- and the production's just fantastic. Um, hey mama, one of the be- one of the better rapper raps about his mom songs. Um, there are a lot of those. And uh, addiction. So and roses. I like roses. Um, yeah, I like the story behind it, but I felt like the song was still kind of boring. Yeah. Also, gone. Gone's great. But yeah, it's a it's a very good album. It's just it's, this is kind of this is actually the end of soul sample kanye or or uh, this style of kanye this uh, this album has a lot of similarities to college dropout i don't know if you noticed that but uh yeah it seemed like they probably came out around the same time yeah. right it'd be like a two-year gap between them uh it's actually one year gap eh, that makes uh, even more yeah. sense yeah so yeah they uh this is just a more confident kanye so uh, oh this is when he started the transform yeah this is a. Uh, this album, two days after it came out, or two days before, I don't remember, uh, is when he said, is when he did the President Bush does not care about black people thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. probably <laughs> so that's, one of the more sane things he said. This is, this, this is the most, is out of all his albums, it's probably the most conscious album he ever made. Um, so, <clears throat> a, lot of, a, lot of good, a lot of good messages on here, even if he doesn't always tackle them uh, quite the best, but they're, you know, he's giving it a, he's giving it a try. Well, I guess this week's homework wasn't necessarily excess on either end, but uh, I'm no. not sure you were really expecting otherwise from me. I'm actually a little surprised you didn't like White Noise a little bit more, but again, I think it might just be my attachment from listening to it for a few years now. But uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, um, you, you I, 
labor labor decision about what I expected from you. Your your opinion on that? Um, right. Okay. Yeah. So I expected you to like diamonds more, but you didn't really mention it, so I assume it was just okay to you. No, yeah. I mean it was all right. I'm just not like a fan of Jay Z at all. Is the problem? Yeah. Is that share sample on that one? I'm not thinking of something else. I think it's something else. Yeah, I think that's something else. The sample is fantastic on that song. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move, let's move on to some uh, modern day music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Brittany made me listen to, or maybe made me finish listening to an album. I had listened to some of it. Uh, fucking, this is, the album came out two months ago now. I think came out in June, early June. Scorpion by Drake, Champagne Poppy. Oh, um, God. It's, uh, and full disclosure, as has been noted, I'm pretty sure multiple times in the show, I don't, I'm not a Drake fan. I don't like his music very much, generally. Um, and so take, take my opinions with a grain of salt, I guess. Uh, I will also say that the opinion, opinions on this album are generally more negative than they usually are around Drake albums. Um, so. It seems to be one of his least popular, by far, that he's put out in his pretty sizable discography at this point. Um, and it all sounds the same. Nothing was the same, Brittany. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that pun, we're off and running. Uh, also, so I listened to this. This is a double album which is already fantastic news to my ears when I have to listen to Drake is, oh, great. Hour and a half. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, the first half, side A, or whatever it's actually, I think it's just, I think it's just side A and B, what, they, what they're called, um, is, right. the rap, is the rap side of the album. And side B is the R&B side. Um, uh, off the bat, I'm going to say I preferred the rap side, which is, to be fair, I do like, I do, <laughs> excuse me, I do like R&B, uh, I mean, you know, I don't talk, how much to talk about Frank Ocean and all that shit. I do like me some R&B and some soul. Uh, I don't like Greg's singing voice or his rapping voice. I don't like Dick's voice. <laughs> so let's go with that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, so I do prefer the rap side because I think there are, let me look at this, I'm looking at the track list to make sure, two songs that I like <laughs> on the rap side out of the 10 or so. I don't remember how many tracks are on this, like 20, 20 something. Uh, 10 or 12 on this side. I liked Nonstop, the second track. It was pretty good. It had a good beat to run to, and direct flow was pretty alright. Um, and I liked uh, Talk Up, beat with Jay-Z. Uh, I, th- I think Jay-Z's verse was a little lazy, but he still, I still liked his verse more than Drake's. Uh, and it was overall not bad. Could be better when you have like Jay-Z and Drake on a song. Um, uh, but yeah, you know all the other songs. Emotionless had a emotionless had a, had an emotionless had a good Mariah Carey sample. I forget what the song is called. Um, uh, I can't remember. But the the content was Drake basically playing the victim in the Pusha T Drake beef. You know, basically calling essentially making Pusha T out to be a bully uh, after he had already you know backed out of the uh, beef and not and uh, so I'm not a fan of that attitude but whatever you know Drake do your thing uh, I'm upset sucks 
It does. It yeah. does. I mean, yeah. the only the only thing good coming out of that song was literally just the Degrassi reunion, and and that's it. <laughs> uh, and God's plan is meh. It's no, it's garbage. It's the <laughs> fucking video. That thing. Uh, I'm trying to remember where it ends. Is is peak the first song inside B or yes, it, it's okay. peak. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because I remember because is there more came on? And I'm like that's a sick joke, Drake. Because yes, that's a whole other side of this fucking album, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what I was asking. Is there more? Well, when, when will it stop? And then we got to side B, Brittany, which is what you 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 didn't listen to side A, which is fine. You're not really a rap fan anyway, so and you don't like Drake, so what? Not much point in you listening to the rap stuff, right? Uh, but only reason I even bothered trying to listen to it could not listen to the last three songs for the life of me, uh, was because one of my favorite artists of all time who I've mentioned several times, Lights, did a cover album of Side B of Scorpion. So, I mean, honestly, she could cover fucking anybody that I absolutely hate, and I'd listen to it. And then I'd also have to listen to the original just for comparison. Anyway... uh, It's really unfortunate that John didn't get the chance to listen to it, because I feel like lights made these songs listenable uh some of okay. them actually were they good? really good they were really good some of them were some of the songs are still so fucking bad just because they were bad to begin with like she couldn't even save them i'm not gonna hold that against her like uh nice for what is still a really bad song um i, I think that what's okay uh, it's just not one that i like really yeah, that was like um, the big, that was like the biggest single from this album too um i think it's okay I don't, yeah, I mean, I that, I'm not crazy about Don't Matter to Me, either. Like, I like her version better. I feel like the whole thing where they sampled Michael Jackson is just was very... such a bad sample weird. of Michael Jackson, too. Like, it was, like, a shit recording of him. Like, obviously in a really bad state. Um, and I'm not a Michael Jackson fan, by any means. I mean, I like, I like the hits. I respect the immense amount of talent he had as an artist. But And to, like, throw, like, some... Sh- shit as like recording of michael jackson on there just to say you had michael jackson on your song yeah that's that's yeah. probably why i hated it so much but um i mean the covers that she did that i liked the most were definitely um summer games blue tint uh finesse was really good peak was good um everything else oh in my feelings fucking hate that song like again that's another one that she could not possibly save because it's just I'm, I'm fucking tired of hearing about kiki or whoever um i actually think i like in my feelings the most out of all these songs on here <laughs> and i don't so I, I don't like i don't like it that much but i think of it's one of the ones i enjoyed uh somewhat uh but as i look at this track list i'm reminded of how many poor songs are on here uh wretched, wretched happy birthday might be the one of the worst drag songs i've ever heard in my entire life um, oh yeah it's it's yeah. bad it's and bad even if, even if I like Drake, I don't think I could possibly imagine myself liking this song. Um, and this also highlights the fact that this is a 20-something song album, hour and a half long, and there are like, what, three features on here two, two, uh, that are actually mentioned? Uh, Future is on Blue Tint, I think. He has like a very small like vocal part in it. I think Nikki is on one of these, if I remember right, maybe Final Fantasy. Uh, she has a very small part in there, and Lil Wayne's in there too. 
but yeah, like it's just twenty five songs of straight Drake basically, and that's that's weird for Drake. You know, you he has the he can get the names on here. He's fucking Drake. Um, so yeah, that was rough for me. Yeah, I w- I wish there were more features. <laughs> so uh, features can features can be very helpful uh and important yeah i just i kind of wish if anything that uh maybe you had suffered through side a um and then just listened to side b but lights covers instead because i feel like that probably would have been more enjoyable for you maybe Um, who knows but Uh, so let's just talk for a second about why john was not able to mm -hmm. listen to it uh Lights took a while to actually put this up on streaming services. I'm assuming it had something to do with waiting for permission from labels or whatever. Um, Because I believe it came out, or people were listening to it on her SoundCloud maybe like two, three weeks ago at least. Uh, And it was just added to all streaming services last Friday. A couple days ago, she tweeted that uh, due to the powers that be, not trying to make any assumptions on who that is, uh, it had to be released, or sorry, removed from all streaming services. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, in my opinion, what I think it is. Drake's a little bitch. He doesn't appreciate someone outdoing him on his own music that he didn't even fucking write in the first place. So I don't really understand why that was necessary. But, uh, I mean, it's still available to listen to on her SoundCloud if you want to check that out. She's also posted on all of her social media download links to a Dropbox just to download them because, like... I'm not going to stop listening to it just because Drake wants me to. Well, and I'm not going to listen to his music either. I'm going to uh, take the other side on this and say that she covered an entire album, entire half of an album, technically, which is the, but it was the length of a, of a normal album. Um, and it, within months of it coming out, she covered an entire album. And then to put it on streaming services is makes it makes gets uh, a monetary gain out of that at that point and it's like it's this is different than covering a song this is like uh she an entire entire album like an entire brand new album like i i totally understand why it got taken down I, it's i don't i understand you like it and i understand there are plenty of fans that like it um i obviously i like i said i don't like drake that much but it's his fucking music, and whether he wrote it or not, I think he wrote more of this than he usually does, because... Uh, but, uh, uh... You know, it's his... It, she has the end, uh, the last word on what happens to his his music. Uh, if this had came out maybe even a few months from now, I could see that, but yeah, doing a whole album within months of another one coming out is not going to fly in the music industry at this point in time. Yeah, but no, like I said, it took a while for it to even be added to streaming services due to permission that they were waiting for. So I would assume that that would mean any kind of monetary gain from that, there would be some kind of compensation on his and his label's end. Um, I mean, that just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't matter, because the thing is, he's not accomplishing anything by removing this. It's not going to make me say, oh, well, you know what? Those songs are really good. I'm going to go back and listen to his version, because hers isn't as readily available now. That's not how it works. Me listening to Lights is not going to stop me from listening to Drake. I don't want to fucking listen to Drake anyway. And I think the majority of us who are fans of hers are probably going to think the same thing. I don't know. Drake's pretty popular. Uh, it's, it's you know I'm not you can't deny the fact he's one of the he's 
one of the biggest names in the music industry. So, you know. Yeah, this just, it seems like punching down to me, but whatever. Yeah, I, it's, at the end of the day, it's his, it's his intellectual property, his, his music. Um, so, whatever. Uh, moving on to our second album we both listened to, Taboo by Denzel Curry is, I can't, I don't, I think it's his sophomore album. Um, he's put out a few mixtapes. I think Imperial was considered an album. It came out in 2016. But uh, Taboo. This is uh, an Imperial I listened to. And it's a lot of bangers, um, which is kind of, he's, Denzel Curry is from the, he's of the class, the SoundCloud, the Florida rappers that uh, popped up on SoundCloud, have been popping up on SoundCloud all over the place the last few years. Um I've always thought he had a lot, a, a lot of natural talent. Uh, he he put a lot of his music uh, into like the heavier, the aggressive stuff, though. You know the 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 singles, like that's where that's where his like I liked, even though it wasn't a single, it was the first song on the album. It was I think it was a single before it came out. But uh, ULT I really enjoyed. Ultimate's fun. We can't meme, but uh, so yeah. I uh, and then he was on. He was featured on IDK's song. Uh, no wave. Uh, we listen. I love. I still listen to a lot. Uh, this year it came out in like January. I think it was one of the first songs I had as an intro or outro. Um, really good. Uh, really good banger. So going into this, I didn't know what quite to expect. I don't think you you know this, Brittany, but he released this album in three parts or three acts, as he said, um, over a week. The first four, I think it's from tab from the first four songs, Taboo, Black Balloons, Cash Maniac, and Sumo, are the light side of the album. I think Super Saiyan, Superman to Clout Cobain is the gray side, and then Blackest Balloon to Black Metal Terrorist is the dark side of the album. Hmm. Okay. Um, no, I wasn't familiar with any kind of like release format or anything. Yeah, it was so. So this album had a concept which intrigued me. Um, and while I do think that the actual execution of the concept could be done better, uh, I, I appreciate the idea. But, uh, because, but just in terms of how much I do, do I like the songs, the al- songs in the album? I fucking love this album, Brittany. I, uh, it just, I can't, I was, I can't get enough of this fucking thing. Um, yeah, I think I spent the majority of, um, I can't remember if it was last Saturday or last Sunday. It was one day I was working a very, very long shift. This was what I listened to for the majority of my day. So like going on 10, 12 hours, something like that. Uh, since then I can say like, maybe I'm a little bit burned out on it, but there's still a ton of songs on here that I really, really like, which is surprising. Like, any time that I actually genuinely like a hip-hop album, it's kind of a surprising thing, especially if it's from someone I've never heard of before. Like, I made a joke to John when he suggested I listen to this. I said, Denzel Curry's not a basketball player? You are not the first person to make that joke, and I've told him about this album. I- <laughs> or you might actually, you might have been the first person, but you're not the only person to make that joke to the recommend of the album to people. But um, yeah, I mean, right from the start, like, when Taboo comes in, I was just like, oh, wait, this might actually be something. Yeah, it's taboo is an interest. It's such an interesting opener too, because it's also the light side of the album, but or apparently the light part of the album. So to open up with taboo is, was just a song mainly about him falling for a girl that was molested at a young age and having to deal with that. Is 
pretty dark opening to an album. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he if he quite gets as deep into the into this topic as he could. You know, he's 23. Um, he's younger than I am. So, but I do I do think just like just the song itself, the melody, all that, that is really good. I really I really like it as an opener. Uh, and it really gets you ready for what you're about to, for the, everything else you have to listen to. I think. Um, and then the second song, my, "Black Balloons," might be my favorite song on the album. I, it's just a song I can close my eyes to and just kind of lose myself in. And uh, I also like the idea of it, you know, just being surround like the black balloons are the awful things in your life that hover over you, and just trying to. Um, Except that they're there and move on past that. I really, I really, I mean, I appreciate that message. Um, but yeah, it's just the hooks on this album are so good. It's there are so many catchy things in this album, even in songs that are inherently fucked up and dark. You can just find yourself singing along to them because it's just so damn catchy and melodic. Um, and he's not a great singer, but it, he sing, he sings what he carries a tune well enough that it works, at least in my opinion. Uh, um, I really don't feel like there were many bad songs on this. Like, I think the only two that I didn't really like was probably Clout Cobain and uh, Black Metal Terrorist. Like, oh, everything else. Oh, you don't like Clout Cobain? No. I love Clout Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite might be Switch It Up. Um, Super up. Saiyan Superman was really good. Sumo was a song that just made me laugh a lot. Honestly, it was just man, ridiculous. Sumo gets me going. It is it is ridiculous. I love how ridiculous it is. Um, yeah, Vengeance is also another one that's kind of just goofy in a way, but I like it. Uh, but yeah, Perks is also really good. Like I said, there's not like there's not really any songs that are bad. There's just some that I'm not like crazy about. Won't really go back and listen to again. Uh, yeah, and then like. And the songs, like, there, he has his, and I think this, this album is a really good, it's, when we talked about Lil Yachty a few months ago, um, I think April was when that came out, um, um, I, I said that I, that these artists need to add a little, they need substance in their music for these albums to, to have staying power. And I think, the, I think this is the, one of the first ones I've heard that has, out of those, out of that, group of rappers that um that finds a balance because while there are bangers like sumo which is just a ridiculous song and then perks which is also a banger but there's actually substance to perks and which you wouldn't expect from a song called that but it's actually about not doing drugs <laughs> or well because it's like well at least it's not about doing those kind of drugs he says i don't fuck with the perks i barely fuck with the earth with which means he he does he like he he smokes herbal stuff sometimes, but he doesn't. Oh my god, yeah. that's what he yeah. meant. That's what it means. Uh, yeah, that's really yeah. upsetting. Anyway. Yeah, that's what he means. Uh, I originally, I initially thought he, he barely has time to deal with planet Earth, but I'm pretty sure he means uh, he smokes weed sometimes. Uh, I thought it just meant that he wants to go to space. Now I don't think we can be friends. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he's got a lot of ideas. You know, maybe he does want to go to space. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I do like. I like. I said, I like Cloud Cobain a lot. I like what it's. I like what the song is about. I like the melody of it. Um, I think it has a great music video too. Uh, and I just like that it. It's about uh, the, the age of clout that we're in, and all these 
uh, rappers doing these, doing Xan and Codeine and all that and all that jazz for the for to to uh, increase their fan base and then the fan base also simultaneously pushing them towards that and so I, I like I like I like the message behind that song a lot and like them the fans at basically asking them to kill themselves for their for their enjoyment essentially so yeah I, I love the meaning behind that song and the fact that it's um also it's a single and it was able to do that is pretty pretty cool to me um sirens with jid jid is incredibly talented uh i don't you probably never i don't think you've heard anything from jid before this uh but uh sirens is a super political song uh <laughs> I, I, I love the line uh when he compares like because with trump because the song is essentially mostly about um trump and trump's america uh <laughs> when he said i forget uh like talking you want to make it you make it want to make it a fort want to make it great like saying that he's trying to build a fort with his wall shit like the most childish thing is i really like that image um uh but yeah there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in there i do think lyrically he's he has he has some some lines here that made me cringe like in cash maniac the one I'm at my lowest. No Peter Griffin is just a dumb <laughs> That line sticks out of my mind so much that I don't like it that much. Yeah, that wasn't uh, really a song I was crazy about. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I mean, fucking, you got JPEG on here and for Vengeance, which you you said you liked, which I'm glad you liked because I like Vengeance a whole lot too. Uh, um, also, Zilla Cammy's, uh first uh, the second uh, closer verse on there is really good i like his growl also i like denzel's growl a lot i like the way uh i just like i like a good growl you know and some of those songs switch it up like i said fantastic the beat on switch it up is so yeah. good uh yeah it's just a really good album with some good with some good things to say uh I think Black Metal Terrorist, while not my favorite song on here, is a good closer. Um, I would, if I had to pick my least favorite, my least favorites would be Cash Maniac, Mad I Got It, and The Blackest Balloon, probably. Uh, and I don't even, I don't dislike those songs. Uh, just, they would be the first if, one. If you just had yeah. to pick, yeah. 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 Uh, I think Black Balloon, The Blackest Balloon kind of helped me understand what he was going for in a way with the three acts of like light gray dark um because black blackest balloon is in the dark it starts off the dark section um and it's like i i see like the first section of songs because i was it's found i found it weird that sumo was in the light section because it's such a fucking heavy with a because that song is basically just a filthy bass and him growling a lot <laughs> it's uh it, and i just think it's how he deals with uh, these taboos in life, or, or these the black balloons in life, is as the album goes on. In the beginning of the album, he is finding happiness um, in life in spite of these things. Um, and then, as as the album gets in the towards the uh, the gray section, he he starts to uh, lean towards uh, those things. And then when Black Balloon comes on, it's like it's. It's just it's gets engulfed him at that point, and that's why this the last al- last section of the album is so violent and aggressive. Uh, so yeah, I think he so I think I kind of get what he was going for. 
Um, but yeah, if, if you didn't, if someone didn't tell, if I didn't know he released it like that, I would never, never look at it that way. So I think I like the concept. I just wish it was executed better. Um, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I really am. So it's, uh, no, so am I. I don't want to listen to like two albums. I'm like very about like in one week. Well, not one week, whatever, a couple weeks, (laughs) but, uh, Yeah, I guess we should move on to maybe just some quick things we've listened to here and there in the meantime. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, you want to start or you want me to start? I'll get started because I don't really have too much to mention. Unfortunately, like I said earlier, it is a little bit of a stagnant time in the music industry for me right now. Uh, I, I'm not even someone who's even a fan of Death Cab for Cutie. There's maybe like a couple songs here or there that I've liked over the years. It's one of those bands that I'm surprised I don't like because I feel like it should be my thing, but they're just not. Um, So I listened to their new album um, that just came out, I think, this past Friday and um, wasn't crazy about it. Uh, There was like two songs I liked, um, Your Hurricane and Summer Years. Everything else was just very bland and boring. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is like their eighth or ninth album. They've been around for so freaking long and everything still sounds the same to this day to me. It's just, I don't know. Um, it was just very forgettable for me. Okay. Uh, another band I've mentioned before, I loved their EP, uh, Lovely the Band. <laughs> really <laughs> stupid as shit. Yeah. Really stupid as shit band name. I can admit that. I hate it. Uh, God, couldn't they have just called themselves Lovely? Why do they gotta be Lovely the Band? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, maybe Lovely is like a chocolate shop or something or a flower shop. And they're like, no, wait, we got it. We're the band, Lovely. We're not the flower shop. It's also easier to find on Google, I guess. Uh, but sure. Anyway, <laughs> so, they're, I mean, they're... I it, Google would automatically set it to Lovely the band if you were searching for Lovely, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. true. Uh, but yeah, so they just had their debut album come out um, the beginning of this month. And I mean, a little disappointing is the fact that every single song that was on that EP that I loved is on this debut album. So you're not really getting too much new stuff. Um, but yeah, like all the songs that are new on this, I've enjoyed. Haven't really had too much of a chance to listen to it a whole lot, but I definitely will in the coming weeks if and when I have time. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're really good to check out. Um, they're kind of, I I feel like they're going to be like one of those up and coming, just kind of like indie pop rock type things. Um, and aside from that, the only other thing I've been listening to that's new is a new single that came out, uh, from Broods, which is one of my favorite bands, uh, called Peach. And initially, after hearing the preview that they kept putting on social media about it all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, God, this isn't (laughs) going to be something I'm into because they've actually switched labels or at least I think just for the U.S. at least uh, they signed to the the label that Lizzie Palpinger. I'm sorry if I get her name wrong uh, from LPX and Ms. Mister has started. Um I mean, I can see a little bit of the influence just from being on this new label a little bit, but the song, once you get into it, is is just classic broods, like, good poppiness. I mean, aside from, like, their weird ballads and stuff that they have. um, But yeah, it's making me excited to hear a new album from them. I honestly didn't even consider that they could possibly have new music come out this week, so it was a nice 
surprise. Or not even this week, but just this year in general. When was the last album put out? Um, when did Conscious come out? I think it came out like 2015, so it's been a little bit. Uh, yeah, three years. That's like a Frank Ocean schedule at this point. Well, they were <laughs> on kind of a bit of a, a hiatus almost, where it wasn't like official or anything, but... Or no, it was actually 2016, so not that long. Um, but I think I think both of the members of the band, I'm pretty sure they're siblings, I think they were just doing some side projects here and there, so I just kind of assumed they were taking a break. So okay. that's why I really wasn't expecting this, but I'm, I'm happy with it. Oh, it's always good to be both surprised and happy with something. So um, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum, sort of. Uh, cause Travis Scott's Astroworld came out, uh, two weeks ago when we're recording this. Um, I think a week or two ago. Uh, I think I mentioned on the last episode, I think I mentioned that I was, uh, that was one of my more anticipated albums uh, for the year. Uh, and it's just, it is better than his last album, Birds in the Trap, which was just a bunch of, sounded like a bunch of leftovers from rodeo which is one of my favorite might be my favorite trap album ever released um so it kind of just felt like a really lazy it, it just felt lazy and incomplete and wasn't good i will say this is better than that this is, album is actually it's been getting a lot of praise too pretty universally um and it had when i first heard, listened to it i only liked the first three tracks essentially which were stargazing carousel and sicko mode Stargazing is reminds me of Rodeo Travis Scott. It's a really good opener, really with a really with a really jarring beat beat switch in the middle that kind of works too. And Travis actually has a verse that's one of his better verses he's ever done, which is not a high bar. He's not a very good rapper, but uh, it, uh, like the line "Ain't a mosh pit if ain't no injuries." I can I can I can get to, I can get behind that. Um, and so yeah, I, I like stargazing a whole bunch, and I like it more and more the more I listen to it. Um, it's just very spacey, uh, which I, which is the kind of the sound I like from him. Uh, Carousel, uh, Carousel. I can't decide if I actually like the full song or just the or just Frank Ocean on the song. Um, it's, first of all, they, the, none of the features or anything are mentioned on the track on track listing. So seeing so when Frank Ocean popped in, I got excited. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was a very nice surprise, and uh, the and the, the, it's a very good it's a very jarring juxtaposition to uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott's verses are darker and a little heavier, and then Frank Ocean comes in with his soothing voice, and uh, it worked. It I th- I think I just like I think I like the full song now. I think I like both parts, but who knows? Then sicko mode is a weird one. It's First of all, it's a, the big feature on this one is Drake. Um, he opens it and closes the song, and there's like three beat switches in the song, which is. But overall, I think I think uh, which would be pretty jarring. And I think what he was going for in a lot of these things is because Astroworld was a theme park that closed down in Houston. Of uh, it was an old theme park, and I think he was trying to capture the feeling of being in a theme park with this album. Oh, I don't, I'm not thinking. I'm pretty. I'm, well, that's what he was doing. Uh, that's, like, that's what. He, that's what the goal was. So, like beat switches, like all, like a, a lot of a lot of beat switching. You know, from the ups and downs of going on rides and stuff. And so, so I can get behind that. It's just 
there are a lot of songs here that I almost really like, but there are parts of it that I hate. So that, uh, like, R.I.P. Screw with fucking Sway Lee's, I think it's, I think it's one with Sway Lee. Trash. Um, I do like Stop Trying to Be God. That one's growing on me over time. It's also pretty spacey. Uh, it's also got a really, like, like a minute and a half long James Blake feature that comes out of nowhere at the end. <laughs> uh, which is good. It, it, it fits, uh, there's also a harmonica playing the entire time with Stevie Wonder uh, playing the harmonica. Um, I I like no no bystanders until it gets to the fuck the club up like bridge. I don't enjoy that. Skeletons and Wake Up are both mediocre weekend feature songs. Um, also, it's also weird that it, he went back to back on weekend features uh, with songs. Five uh, percent tint. I love the beat, but I hate his verses. And C seventeen has grown on me quite a bit because it's got it's got fucking twenty one savage on it, and it's it's a dumb song, but I enjoy it. Yeah, it's just a, like everything after that. It's like they're all pretty good. Coffee beans uh, is also pretty good too. Uh, but yeah, I think I just think it's just okay now, which is disappoint. Still dis- very disappointing, but I don't hate it like I initially did. Um, which, which I guess is a step up from the last album. Uh, I, I feel like he's probably never going to get back to the rodeo sound. Um, kind of feels like an accident at this point. So, but whatever. After that, listen to all of Nicki Minaj's album, Queen. It's a very stereotypical Nicki Minaj album because all she knows how to rap about is how good of a rapper she is or sex. Or make a pop song, or make a bad pop song. <laughs> but uh, uh, I will. But I will say I like Ganja Burns. It's kind of like a like a Caribbean sound. It's pretty popular. I like Ganja Burns, which is the opener. Um, Barbie Dreams is really good. It's funny. It's funny as hell too. Uh, she is, she bases it off of uh, Biggie's old song, which um, something Dreams. What the fuck is it called? Whatever. Uh, it's the same kind. Co- was, that was him rapping about all the R&B singers uh, that he wanted to have sex with. And this is kind of all... She's rapping about all the male rappers that have tried to have, have sex with her, essentially. And it's really funny. Uh, it, and it's light. It's lighthearted cause you can, because the digs aren't too serious. She kind of get, Except I think she might actually hate DJ Khaled. But, uh, but uh, who doesn't? So... Did he say something about her at some point? Uh, it I don't know. I just know that it was she's making fun of him for saying uh, he doesn't he won't he won't go down on girls. Oh uh, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's what. She, uh, but after that, uh, rich sex I almost really like, and then the little Wayne feature comes on, and I it's the most incoherent I've heard Wayne in a long time, and now I'm concerned for his for his health because <laughs> uh, I thought he was clean and he sounds very not clean on that song and uh, yeah, Lil Wayne if you're, if you're listening to this please be careful <laughs> I, I, we need the Carter 5 or whatever you're going to call it uh, so yeah <laughs> so, uh, but most of the features on here are just terrible Ariana Grande Grande yes. Eminem yeah <laughs> Uh, Eminem uh, forgot how to rap a long time ago, and now he's, he's just like a dad rapper at this point. Uh, he's he's sw- very cringy. I can't deal with them. Uh, Sway Lee's features trash. 
Futures was trash. Uh, Foxy Browns was incoherent. Uh, Chun Li's good. Chun Li's good. That's her again rapping about how good she is at rapping essentially, but uh, it, it still sounds good. So yeah, it's okay. Uh, this comparison lays is gets old between the two, but they also bring it up, bring it upon themselves also. But Cardi B's album I enjoyed more than this album, if, if that's uh, anyone, what anyone's wondering. Um, and oh yeah, Young Young Thug dropped a mixtape like the day before recording this called Slime Language. Uh, from Young Stoner Life. No, no, they what the thing is called Young Stoner Life. Um. It doesn't matter. It, I think the concept for this album was how annoying can I be before even my biggest fans get get tired of it, and uh, I found my I found my limit because I didn't even get through the whole thing. I didn't find a single song I enjoyed. On oh, uh, just an EP? No, it's a mixtape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, from his I think Young Stoner Life Records, which I guess must be his label. Um, yeah, it's. It wasn't and no, nothing. Nothing about it was good to me. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, quick hit wise. Um, before we get into, no, it's, it's, it, I actually uh, also uh, Tyler the Creator put out a music video for "See You Again," which is my favorite song from Flower Boy, uh, and it's a really good video. Uh, and uh, so, if you're in music videos, which usually I'm not that big on them, but uh, that and Cloud Cobain really, I've, I've really enjoyed. So I do recommend it. He he usually does two songs in his videos kind of mixed in and he mixes in where this flower blooms towards the end of it which is kind of cool i'll and have to check that out though because i actually do like that song quite a bit i think it was the only one i actually liked on that album but yeah i, I love that song um with cali of cheese uh is it cali of cheese kaylee i'm not sure because i haven't listened to her outside of that i'm pretty sure yeah she put out an album at the beginning of the year that was pretty well received i never listened to it though um I, I listened to another song. I think they. I think she had a song with Tyler Greater on that album also. That I have. That I have heard. That's very good. With a really good video also. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, before we get into our homework for the week, um, I did want to mention, uh, pay some respects to the uh, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, who d- who passed away this week. Uh, I know Britney doesn't love the big soul person. I all, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm a humongous Aretha Franklin fan, but you cannot deny how incredibly talented of a singer and uh, she was. I mean, her songs are so good that people forget how many of them were just covers of other songs because <laughs> um, they were just they're just accepted as the actual version of the song or the better version. <laughs> um, yeah, so and you know, like as when she a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people cannot speak sp- spoken about her. Um, I mean, she won eighteen Grammys. She had her. She, um, she's had a hundred songs uh, hit the Billboard Top One Hundred. Um, yeah, she's you know, and, and they she's she's called the Queen of Soul because she's literally one of the greatest singers in mo- like the modern era. So, you know, she's inc- incredible. Uh, she lived a very long life, too. So, no, she lived three of my lifetimes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Let's not put it yeah. into perspective yeah. that <laughs> way. We're just going to make ourselves yeah. feel like we're getting up there. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah, that's all, that's all I gotta say. Uh, I don't know if you, pro- you probably don't have much to say. I mean, it's not really funny. <sighs> See, yeah, that's the thing is I'm never gonna be that fake person who's just gonna hop on the bandwagon of pretending to be a fan just because someone passed away. It's very unfortunate. She's definitely someone who's been very influential in the industry, and it's it's not a good loss. But I feel like that just we're getting to that point where so many of these people that are just the classics and everything are just starting to get old and. I don't know. I feel like it kind of loses its impact more every time another like very well-known artist dies. I feel like there's been so many just in the past like five or six years alone. Yeah, and Bowie a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, but I mean Bowie and Prince were what like a month apart? I think. Yeah, uh, they were very close. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I mean that's freaking wild. So. Uh, yeah, it's just you know, it's how it goes. People die. Um. The great thing about music, though, is music is timeless. So, a good music is timeless. Uh, so, and they will live on through that forever. Respect will continue to be played in every form or fashion, whether it be in, in uh, annoyingly uh, karaoke, karaoke, or you know, the actual version, which is good. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I think that's I think that's enough. I guess you know. Yeah. We're a couple mid twenty people. It's not like we uh, grew up on Aretha Franklin. Um, no, I mean, and then also the elephant in the room is we're also two white people yes, who were raised also, by white we're, families. Yes, so. we're also white. So I did not grow. My, I'm, uh, I am uh, the outlier in a lot of ways in my family when it comes to music. So you know, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's broaden our horizon, Brittany. Um, would you like me to go first, or would you like yourself to go first? I would like you to go first. Okay. Um, this one, I'm wondering if you've heard before, and then I will, if, if you have, uh, I'll let you go again. I'll, I have a few backups in mind, but uh, I wanted to um, give you a break from hip-hop. You listen, listen to technically three albums that were this for this week. Um, if you, but you didn't listen to the, technically the rap side of Greg's one, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, and it's uh, Doolittle by the Pixies. Um, I the, have not heard that, actually. I'm not the, really familiar with the Pixies at all in general, strangely it, enough. Uh, it's one of the most influential albums ever, uh, especially in alt-rock um, and punk rock. Mostly alt-rock. Um, came out in 89? <laughs> Don't call me on that. Uh, but it was, very, it was late 80s, and it's one of my favorites. I, I love it love it to death and it, it's inspired countless bands They're, the Pixies are one of those are like your your favorite band favorite band kind of things kind of like Velvet Revolver also um, Velvet Revolver? Velvet Underground not Velvet Revolver <laughs> God. I was going to say no. isn't that kind of like a relatively new no, Velvet Underground. I apologize to everyone oh, uh, God. I, I like Velvet Underground a lot sorry Lou Reed rest in peace <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, I figured I'd give you a little something different. Um, and I, I feel like you might recognize one song in the album. It's like, it, it definitely stands out from the rest of the songs too, because it was, it was the radio hit. Um, I'm looking forward to it though, because this isn't a band that I've ever like actively listened to or tried to. So it's definitely going to be something different for me. Yeah. I figured it out. So I was hoping you hadn't heard, you hadn't heard it before. Um, all right, what you got for me, Brittany? 
Okay, so somebody last night just <laughs> had to bring up Carly Rae Jepsen and mention to John that he really needs to listen to Emotion because his life will be changed. And then John asked why I hadn't already recommended it. Well, I'm recommending it now. You're you're about to listen to Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know you're excited. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. You know. Yeah, I mean, my my answer as to why I didn't previously recommend it, as bad as I've wanted to all this time, uh, because I'm afraid he's going to say bad things about it, and it may end our friendship. So, <laughs> no, no pressure, no pressure at all. Um, I'm just really, really looking forward to seeing what he has to say about it. Honestly, I, I am too. I am too. Trust me. Um, I d- uh, I do hope I like it. You know, I was I was going hoping I like albums. I mean, because I'm assuming the only songs that you're actually familiar with are probably the ones that have been radio singles. And the only one I can promise you is Call Me Maybe. It's the only right. one I can promise you that I've heard before. Um, I, is there a person on this planet that has not heard that song? That's a really lucky person. Whoever it is. <laughs> that's very rude. I'm going to pretend you didn't just say that. But anyway, yeah, so that's that's going to happen finally. Yeah, it's it's about time. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen is to Britney as Frank Ocean is to me, from what I can, from what I can tell, you know. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe a little more extreme version. I'm not gonna lie, but uh... yeah, you know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? But I yeah, I think that's gonna do it for the week, Britney, or for this episode. Kind of stop saying the week. <laughs> uh, it's gonna that puts ex- ex- expectations that we can't uh, that our uh, asses can't cash check. <laughs> Whatever that saying is. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, if you got nothing else to say, Brady, I think I'll say goodbye. Uh, no, I, I think we're about we're about good here. Just ready to to listen to some of this new music. All right, everyone, listen to music, uh, enjoy your music, and we'll talk at you next time. Bye. Bye.